Brittany. And I'm Chilina. And this is Mysteries at the Coffee Shop. So today that we are going to do an episode over the almost Valentine's Day massacre that occurred in Halifax, Nova Scotia. And you might be wondering why we're jumping into Canada, but there's actually a person in this case that is from the United States. So it's kind of both. That's why I like it. It kind of jumps into different territories. So this takes place in February of 2015. Um, we've got three people here. We have Lindsay Savonaroth, who was 23 at the time, James Gamble, who was 19, and Randall Shepard, who was 20. So as far as I know, Lindsay and James met on an online forum. Um, some people say it's like Reddit, some people say it's Tumblr, um, but they met in a Columbiner forum. So a what? Columbiner forum. They refer to themselves as Columbiners. It's basically a whole group of people that like really like the people involved with the Columbine shooting that happened in April 1999. Um, they, some of these people, like, worship the two teenagers that carried out the shooting, um, and some people in this forum wanted to carry out their own mass shooting, like James and Lindsay. It's kind of fucked up, my dude. Yes, it was very, very strange. Um, what does, uh, Bailey Syrian say all the time? Get better idols? Yes, and in this case, they really, really needed better idols because um, a little bit more about the Columbine shooting. It happened April 20th, 1999. 13 people were killed, injured over 20, and then they both committed suicide after they were done. So these are the people in this Columbine group that they idolized. I won't say all, but a lot of them. Um, Lindsay also calls herself a neo-Nazi, which is your modern-day... Nazi group. I believe she was also part of a forum uh, group that did a lot of stuff with Nazis. Um, so she was a messed up individual. So was James Gamble. And there's not a lot about Randall Shepard, who is their, the third, uh, they call him the co-conspirator, because he never intended to kill anybody. He was just here to help them make the plan, and I think they said he had um, intentions of helping them build the bombs, make the bombs. Um, I believe they're called, um, I don't know if I'm going to say it right, Molotov cocktails. Oh, is that the yes. thing where you get, like, alcohol bottles yes. and you put the... Yes. I've always wanted to do those, but, like, not to hurt anyone, but... Yes, these were intended to kill. No. Um, and Lindsay Savonaroth was the one from the United States. She was from Gene Geneva, Illinois. So, they planned this. So, what happened was Lindsay and James met on this online forum for the Columbiners um, in early February. Or I don't know if it was early February, but this is when they started planning. After they met, they started dating. Um, he was 19, she was 23. And they just went from there you know they shared the same 
beliefs, they looked up to the same groups and people, and they considered themselves, you know, alike. So they decided to carry out their own mass shooting. Um, that's what they wanted to do. So sometime in February, Lindsay decided she was going to board a plane and go to Halifax in Canada. Um, I'm not sure why it ended up being she goes to Canada because uh, Canada's gun laws are much, much, much stricter than the United States. Um, if you look up their gun laws compared to ours, it total opposites. Um, so, so I'm not like, sure. Do they have an age limit and like do they have to get permits and all that? Yes. Um, one thing that I did not know was, and I believe I have this right, um, when you own a gun in Canada, you legally are the only person that is supposed to have access to it. It's supposed to be in a safe that only you know the code or in a place that only you can get to. Um, unlike in America, we can have our guns out and, you know, anybody can have access and it's not illegal. Uh, Canada has a very on what type of guns, how old you can be, what kind of ammo, where you store them, where you buy them. They just have very strict gun laws. But I do b believe James Gamble, he is a, re a native to Nova uh, Halifax, um, he did have access to his dad's guns somehow. So that may be why Lindsay went over there. And there was also Randall Shepard, their third co-conspirator that was over there. So it was just one going over there versus two coming to the United States. I just feel like they would have had an easier, not like, I'm not giving people advice on how to hurt other people, but it really probably would have been easier in the U.S. Absolutely. Just because you could literally just go to Bass Pro Shop and like, mm -hmm. just buy a gun. Absolutely. And a lot of people here buy guns, you know, under the table, like they just buy from each other. So it's like, you never really know where one gun ends up after, you know, a few years are said and done. I mean, yeah. And like... Um, not getting into the whole political side of it or anything, because I personally think if you want to kill someone, you're going to find a way to do it, regardless of Absolutely. the law or anything. But, like, it's just so easy for people to get their hands on guns. Mm -hmm. um, kind of, like, I think about it like this, like how it's so easy for some teenagers to get drugs, and then there was mm -hmm. me as a teenager who was like, I don't even know where the fuck to get meth or cocaine like who do i go up to and it was like right. yo you got you got the powder you got the snow like what <laughs> that's such a weird thing to like ask you yeah. know like you it's have to know people and know people exactly and then you know in canada they make it a lot stricter with guns where you can't really necessarily do that i guess i guess to some degree you can like i said i'm not well versed in their laws versus ours i just know that there is a lot stricter Right, but right. nonetheless, James Gamble had access to a shotgun and a rifle, and that and the cocktails, the bombs that they were gonna make. And you also see where they're both in, inexperienced with guns. And if you're not someone who's grown up around guns, um, a rifle and a shotgun is not something that you would take to do a mass shooting. Um, yeah, I mean, like, I didn't really grow up around guns, but I, like, I, yeah. I knew that, 
Yeah, just anybody be- that knows anything about, like, just a little bit of knowledge about guns knows that, especially a shotgun, is not something you want to take to, especially if you don't have any experience loading and unloading and stuff right, like that. Right, right. Um, it's also said that Lindsay was intended to take the shotgun, and when you see her picture, you see that she is a, a smaller build, built girl. Um, if you know anything about shooting shotguns, the, the power of the kickback is hard. Right, um, right. So you um, don't... God. Right. Sorry. So, if I do recall, is this the... You were telling me about this, like, in class when we were together. Mm-hmm. Is this this... You said smaller frame girl. Is this the little Asian girl that does this? Yes, it is. Okay. Yes. I, I was have, just curious. Yeah, I have a picture of her in court, and she's... She's smaller built. She is, I'm not sure, um, I think she's maybe biracial. I'm not completely sure. Don't quote me on that. But she is part Asian. Okay, that's um, what I thought. Because I thought you said that she was the same, like, ethnicity as me almost. Yes, that's what it was. I think she is um, So she's low Asian. Yes. Okay, okay. Um, But, yeah, she's smaller built, smaller frame, and... You know, not having experience with guns, you're not going to expect that kickback. And when you shoot a shotgun, there's a likely chance that after you're done shooting, the gun's not going to be in your hands anymore. So Right. Because if she's not, teeny tiny, like, that's mm-hmm. just going to knock her on her ass. Yeah, especially if she doesn't know anything about it and she's shooting it for the first time. Because they're not going to have practice before this. Like, they only had limited amount of ammo as well. I don't have the exact numbers, but... Again, limited amount of ammo as well. But nonetheless, this is what they decided. They were going to go into the Halifax Shopping Center, specifically the food court. Um, But let's go back to her getting on a plane. I think she gets on a plane in Chicago and flies into Halifax. Um, So in Canada, they have this thing called Crime Stoppers, and it's like a tip line or a hotline or whatever you want to call it, where you can call in and be like, hey, this is a tip I have about something that's going to happen. So an anonymous tip came in to Crime Stoppers about something bad was going to happen. And when she arrived on the scene in Halifax and got off the plane, she was immediately uh, arrested. And yes, Randall Shepard, who I talked about was the co-conspirator that never intended to hurt anybody. He was actually the one picking her up from the airport, and he was arrested at the scene as well. So, uh, you have Lindsay Savonaroth and Randall Shepard who are getting arrested at the Halifax airport, and you have James Gamble, who she was dating, at his house. Um, So, they believe that what had happened was the reason for the tip coming in, and I don't believe it's ever said who called in that tip. There is a lot of theories about it. That in early February, Savannah, or Lindsay, Savannah Roth, posted online, and I quote, Valentine's Day, it's going down, end quote. So, and I think this was in one of her either neo-Nazi or Columbiner group forums, so it was hinting towards a shooting. Okay, because I was about to say, I was like, you could you could kind of take that two different ways when you're referring to Valentine's Day. 
Yes. <laughs> I'm, yes. I'm just saying. But mm-hmm. because it was in those groups, like. Yes. That bothers me so much. I don't understand how you could be a person of color and ethnicity and, like, be a neo-Nazi and, like, mm-hmm. a white supremacist. Like, I don't yes. understand that at uh, all. Yeah. And I don't know if it ever comes out to say, like, like it was race-geared or anything. I um, mean, it might not have been, but at the same time, like... Right. You know what the Nazis stood for back then. Absolutely. And, like, I'm not sure. I don't know her or anything, but, like... Just hearing the war stories from my mom, my dad, my grandma, and, like, all of that, and, like, how how do you have that, like, history come to this country? Your parents went through so much to have a family in a better place, and you just decide, mm-hmm. like, hey, I'm gonna go shoot up this, like, what the fuck? Yeah. It's definitely very messed up, like... She thought her and James Gamble, and I'm sure Randall Shepard, were the top dogs. Like, they thought they were the perfect people. Like, everybody else was under them. So, they wanted to go to the mall, and it was originally planned on Valentine's Day. Like, they wanted to do it on Valentine's Day as they're, like, you know, they're against what it stands for, and, like, everybody else, basically. Um, But, again, she gets arrested, and so does Randall. Um, So they go to the house of James Gamble, and he, they have a standoff with the police, and he shoots himself. So that's where that ended with him. So he never got to go to court or anything like that. He got the easy way out. He did. And what they planned to do, and just like the Columbine shooting, when they got to the Halifax shopping mall, they were going to shoot as many people as they could, hurt as many people as they could with what ammo and uh, those cocktails that they had. And then they were going to kill themselves together. Okay. I feel like you would have walked in there with a shotgun and people would have already started running. Yes. Correct me if I'm wrong. I don't think you can shoot a shotgun long range. Not really. Okay, so like none of, I feel like none of that would have worked out at all. And the thing about the shotgun is they wanted to kill as many people as they could. But again, you're going to have to be close range and you're going to have somebody yank that out of your hand. You just are. There's oh, yeah. going to be somebody that absolutely just demolishes you with that shotgun. And you don't know how to shoot. You Shotguns are not, you know, easy to load. It's not you just stick a clip in and you can shoot. It's one bullet at a time. A lot of the times you have to load it and fire and then unload and then reload. It takes time. Like, there's going to be time between your load and unload where somebody's going to get you. Like, oh, yeah. There's not, this wasn't, for, to be someone who was so involved with the, like, immersed into the Columbine shooting, the thought and thinking about what they're going to do was not well executed whatsoever. Um, 
And for them to be so young and then just waste their lives away on this is just very sad. Because they were 19, 20, and 23. That is sad. Like, you don't get to experience life. and No. You don't get to, like, learn from your mistakes. Because, like, I, I mean, I know a lot of people growing up in the South who were really, like, Southern and, like, you know very southern very conservative and like they grew up and they're like you know like I was that but at the same time I could see where I was wrong at some points and they never Mm -hmm. got to experience that I feel like that's really shitty that they saw themselves that way because Mm -hmm. life is so beautiful like different cultures different things it's so beautiful and for you to like not be able to experience that like that fucking sucks dude it does but at the same time they actively made that choice. Absolutely. And, you know, you so, think about it, like, yeah. he's from Canada, he, he's, she's from the United States. They could have shared a lot with each other, and she comes from a different ethnicity than him. They could have been really great together. Like, they could have both learned from each other and built something great, but they bonded over something so terrible and only wanted to put out terrible things. I don't understand yeah I just don't get that like I don't understand why you'd want to put out such negativity into the world like what drive like I know you think you're better than everyone else and like but that doesn't mean people have to die I don't know I feel like you can be conceited and still like not murder people right like you can be an asshole but you also don't have to murder people. No, like they could have just like, been miserable together. Like they didn't have to make an, an active plan to kill people. And I believe they went into this thinking when they got to the mall that they had certain types of people they wanted to go after. So I can't remember. Um, I'll go ahead and reference this. There is a podcast, podcast called the Not Time Podcast. It is by a guy um and his name's Jordan he goes into uh a lot more detail about this case because he did an interview with Lindsay Savonaroth so he gets to interview her um unfortunately obviously James Gamble killed himself so there's no his side of the story and also hers, because, you know, you have to take it with a grain of salt. She's, she made a plan to kill people. Like, you have to take what she says with a grain of salt. But there's a lot of information in there about what she did, how they planned it, what they were going to do. Um, I've listened to his podcast, but not for my research. I did my own research um, so that I could reference his, because his does have a lot more, because it comes from her, and you get to just hear her side of the story obviously her side of the story does not count here because she was uh, going to kill people but it's also interesting to see her thought process through this Um, yeah I'm kind of glad we don't interview people because like I ain't gonna lie I'm kind of an asshole I would have just looked at her and been like the fuck were you thinking yeah and Jordan is really he again it's the not time podcast you can listen to it anywhere he is very professional, and he asks really well-structured questions. Like, you get a lot out of it. Um, so after you listen to this, you should hop over there and listen to his and his interview with her. Um, he's actually f- 
from Canada. Um, and this is so crazy, but he actually planned to be in the mall the day they were planning their shooting. So... I don't know how I would feel about that. Yeah, he talks about his looking at it and, like, how he felt and, you know, he has a kid that was probably going to be with him and it's just, like, you know, it's insane to think about, like, if it wasn't for the Crime Stoppers who, the Crime Stoppers thing that someone called in a tip and the fast-acting police in Canada, this would have ended in a very tragic way. Even if many lives weren't taken because of the artillery they chose to use, it still would have ended in a very, very tragic way. Other than just the only person that lost their lives in this was James Gamble. And it's still a life loss, and he still had, you know, parents and I'm sure other family that loved him, but at least it was only one life and it he was planning to do something very evil right so like you listened to that podcast did she sound like she had any like regret at all no and if you do research on this case like almost every article mentions her lack of remorse like I believe she's almost upset that she didn't get to carry this out. Um, Because when they were doing sentencing, Randall Shepard got 10 years in prison for co-conspiracy, like just an active part in this. And she also, I think, got 10 years in prison for, I may have the times wrong, but she pled guilty to conspiracy to commit a murder in 2018. She was 26 when she was sentenced. Um, I think she goes seven years without parole, something like that. And after she was sentenced, she talked about how unfair the treatment that she received was, that she should have never been uh, sentenced this long, and she deserved more, and she wanted a retrial. Um, But she was very angry that she got that big of a sentence. Okay, I thought... So, she was angry that she got 10 years and not less, or was she angry that she got 10 years and not more? She wanted less. She didn't think she deserved that harsh of a sentence. Like, she thought that, well, I didn't kill anybody, so why am I getting 10 years? So. You were gonna murder a lot of people, and you weren't even sorry about it, which makes me kind of worry, like, when she does get out, is she gonna try to carry that out, or is she gonna try to go live her life? That's what me and JP were talking about. Like, when she gets released finally, um, does she get to come back to the United States a free woman? Because she's charged in Canada. Does that carry over to the United States? And what happens if she comes back to the United States and can get her hands on a more deadly weapon? And it's not that far away from the time that she gets out. So it's a very scary thought. Mm, that's pretty awful. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, who knows whether she is or isn't going to do it. Like, I'm kind of a sucker for, like, people can change, but do people Absolutely. really change? I Absolutely. don't know. Like, I totally believe in some people can change. Um, I'm sure there's far worse people than her that have changed. But if you are so committed to neo-Nazism and the Columbiners and just hurting people... Hopefully 10 years in prison 
does her good and she receives the mental health and structural health that she help that she needs to not come back to the United States and carry out her plan. Maybe with James being gone, she'll feel the need that she doesn't need to or that she does need to, but hopefully it's she doesn't need to. Right, and, like, let me just say that, like, <laughs> I don't know, like, I don't know if she's going to come back to the U.S., but, like, if I see her walking up in the mall and she looking a little suspicious and then she pulls out a gap, bro, it's on site, okay? I'm going to beat her mm-hmm. ass. Beat her ass right then and there. Like, what's she gonna do? Like, I feel like if she had pulled the trigger on a shotgun, she wouldn't have hit anything, because that recoil would have hit her so fucking hard. Absolutely. And set her backwards, yeah. Um, and I believe they talk about it on Jordan's podcast, but, um, thankfully, that if they did carry this out, there probably wouldn't have been many casualties, purely for the fact of what they were bringing, um, how easy it would have been to get caught carrying a shotgun and a rifle into a shopping center, and just the lack of experience on their parts with guns, which thank the Lord for. But somebody would have stepped in and and done something. Right, um, right. But I'm very glad they didn't make it to the shopping mall. Um, shout out to the Canadian police for being so fast acting. Like, on the scene, she was taken into custody like that's some like they were on top of it and if it wasn't yeah like she landed and they're like her with me yeah her (laughs) yeah like they were so fast acting with it that if they weren't and she was able to carry this out it would have ended in a lot more of a tragic way like right right so i know there's not a lot of information to go on because like the crime wasn't actually committed right but um, do you think you can give us more detail on the neo-Nazism and the um, other things that they were into? Like, can you tell me what neo-Nazism is? Because I've heard of it, but, like, I don't know the exact definition. Right. So, I was actually looking this up as well because I've, I, before looking into this case, I had never heard of, like, neo-Nazis or neo-Nazism. I guess I was ignorant to that. Like, I didn't really think that, like, people actually did that, which dumb on my part like of course they do so i actually have the definition pulled up for us when you look up what is like neo-nazism it's just a member of an organization similar to the german nazi party so like they're modeling themselves after the like original nazis which is terrifying like to think that this is an actual group that exists uh here um yeah that's pretty scary and like I just heard of it more and more because, you know, Kanye West, his new clothing line has, like, the almost a Nazi symbol in there. Yes. And I was like, what is happening? And um, it's so strange. So, like, obviously we learned about the Holocaust and everything right. in school. But, like, there are some other things that I've learned not from school. Mm-hmm. That happened in the Holocaust that is way crazy. So, like, not only did they go after Jews, but they went after Jehovah's Witnesses. They went after, like, a lot of other people, like, people of color and other ethnicity. Yeah. And, and homosexuals as well. Right. Right. And I was like, that that is way crazy. And, like, they had, they didn't give a shit. They went after women, children, like, boiled babies alive. Like, 
that is like war crime after war crime after war crime like so fucking awful and like part of me is scared that like maybe that'll happen again like that shit like that still happens in the world Mm -hmm. believe it or not um so like they just believe that they're the superior people right like i'm not sure i'm not sure if in jordan's podcast that she explains this more um i can't recall but they for some reason they thought they were superior i don't know what made them so superior also it confuses me too because they were from two different you know places and they were completely different ethnicities as well but yet they found that they were superior which was confusing to me because like they're completely two totally different people background wise right right that's i guess that's what was confusing me because the neo-nazis like base themselves off of being the superior Aryan race, like, blonde hair, blue eyes, which, now that I think about it, is really weird, because Hitler had none of those features. Yeah. It was, Um, it's very confusing. Yeah, and that was, like, supposedly the superior race, to the point where, like, they even had, like, I mean, he literally brainwashed the whole country into thinking, like, that's the superior race, and now we're gonna send these teen girls to go have sex with these soldiers and have these babies, and basically have an Aryan baby factory. Like, it's it, it's fucking wild what they did, but like they based it off of that, and then like they were supposed to be like God's perfect race, and I'm not super into religion. Like I didn't look into Christianity or Judaism or Jewish. Like, I didn't look into any of that, um, so maybe you could probably explain it to me a little bit more, but supposedly, like, he blamed the Jews for everything, which I don't understand. I'm not sure. I always get it, like, mixed up, like, I get very confused by, like, what race that he wanted to be superior, like, I know it was the white people, but, like, there were so, like, after, like, learning about out of school, like, there were so many types of people, like, people with disabilities and people that were homosexuals, like, that he went after. Who was going to be left? Like, you know, like, it's very confusing. Germans? Yeah, but, like, so I try to think, like, you know, these modern people, like, people now, there's... It's crazy to think that they have a whole group online that are, like, idolizing Nazis. Like, and how can you get, like, a pure group? Like, everybody there is going to have different, like, backgrounds, and there's going to be people from different ethnicities, probably that speak different languages, people that do have disabilities, people that are gay. Like, what is their goal? That's what I would like to know. Like, what is the modern neo-Nazis' goal? Right, right, because, again, like, she is, she's part, you said she might have been half, I'm not sure, but yeah, I'm you're not part Asian. Sure, but she is Asian, like, I'm pretty sure it was Laos. Like, because here's my thing, is, like, I was born in the U.S., I was born and raised in the South, and mm-hmm. my parents were the traditional, like, hardworking immigrants, I mean, worked their ass off right. for everything that they had to make right. sure that we had a good life right and so like 
I was raised up with, like, I mean, it took a whole village to raise me and my friends. Like, we kind of raised each other as a group. Like, if I went over to sleep at my friend's house, they'd be like, let me feed you, do your laundry, do all of this, and vice versa if my mom could do it. But they know my mom and my parents couldn't do that, so they did it for me. And I learned a lot of things from my friend's parents, which was, like, honestly really sweet. Like, when I grow up and I become a parent, I want to be that parent where, like, Oh, no, your child's over here, too? Uh, That is also my child, okay? Like, hands down, helping you out. Because that's what people did for me. I absolutely loved it. It just made me feel so loved. But with that being said, like, I'm just gonna straight... I'm a fucking banana, dude. I'm a (laughs) banana. I am yellow on the outside, white on the inside. If you come to my house, there is nothing about my house that says Asian. I mean, I have chopsticks and, like, the little, like, short, shallow spoon. I don't know if you've ever seen them. They're not my favorite, okay? They drop in the bowl, and, like, well, now it's just all wet, and I don't want to touch <laughs> I it. About. <laughs> okay, yeah, my husband loves those, okay? He says everything tastes so much better out it of does. those. I'm like, it, it dropped it in my bowl. In <laughs> no, it drops in my bowl, and then I don't want to touch it because that defeats the pur- purpose of utensils, and so I don't touch the food. Anyways, um... So, I'm a banana, but here's my thing, is, like, I have Laotian blood with me. I am Laotian. And, like, but I'm also Southern. Like, I don't differentiate. Those things aren't two different things. I'm the same person. Right. I'm just, like, culturally, I mix. Like, do I love Asian food and, like, you know, Dumbahoon and, like, Saigok, which is, like, the Laotian sausage, which, by the way, if you have not tried it, chef kiss. Like, I am a foodie, but, like... But I also love biscuits and gravy and butter. Holy shit, do I love southern food. (laughs) The only southern food I don't like is, like, collard greens and chitlins, which is fair. Like, there's always that one vice, but, like, I just don't understand how you can just pick one side of that. Because, like, even if I'm not as close to my Laotian side, like, I'm not going to... I don't identify as white. I don't, I, like, you know what I mean? Like, I definitely identify as Laos because that's what I am. And, like, I may act white, but I have it in my blood. That is my culture, right. and I'm proud of it. Like Absolutely. As and, like, but I also know. don't deny the part of me that was raised, like, white. I, I don't deny that. Like, there's nothing wrong with it either. Right. And But I just have... don't understand how you look at that, and you're like, want to like we're superior like that's not a thing to me right I don't know how these groups work you know or what their end goal is I will definitely have to look into that more I'm kind of scared to go down that rabbit hole because I don't want to end up on one of those pages and like scare myself <laughs> because I can only imagine what they talk about in these groups and I do want to say like I have read that like these Columbiner groups not everybody wants to do a mass shooting some of the people are just interested in it some people want to know more about it and then you have the whole other side that takes it a step too far and they worship the the teenagers that carried this out and they worship the idea of playing out a mass shooting so i'm not going to say everybody in the columbiner group is bad um i'm not going to say the same thing for the neo-nazi group because that's just the title explains itself like 
you don't have good intentions if you're in that group. Like, that's strange. Like, they're, get out of that. But um, they were very heavy into both of these groups. Um, and I think that really pushed them towards their plan that they had for the massacre. Right, right. That's just, like, I keep saying that's wild, but, like, mm-hmm. I'm kind of in disbelief because, again, like, you know, this podcast, we do it for fun, and it kind of makes you wonder, like, us talking about it and bringing light to it, it kind of makes you wonder, like, is someone going to listen to this, look it up, and then, like, that's what they start getting into? Like, yeah. nowadays, are we idolizing people that we shouldn't? Like, De- Jeffrey Dahmer, like, he has his own show. Mm-hmm. There's people that... Um, and another thing, the Nighttime Podcast by Jordan, he also has an episode called um, Lindsay Savona Roth's Biggest Fan. Um, you can go listen to that. It speaks for itself. But there's always going to be people that idolize the people. And, you know, even though they didn't carry out this plan, thankfully, there's still going to be people that idolize them for it. And it's, like, it's so crazy. And I know this is different podcast or different topic than what I normally would do. I usually do like true crime and stuff like that. But um, I think this is a very interesting case. Uh, it has a better ending than most of the cases that I will cover and do cover. Uh, there was only one life lost here um, when it could have been a whole lot more tragic. But I think this spreads a lot to that just because nothing bad happened doesn't mean that it wasn't going to um right that this is still true crime even though that their intended targets were not killed um but that's how it ended james gamble uh sadly committed suicide before the cops could bring him in uh lindsey savonaroth and randall shepherd are in canadian prison um the sentencing was in 2018 so I don't want to say they will be released by uh, 2028, which is only five years away, wildly. (laughs) That's so weird to think about. But um, if you really put it in perspective, their release date is not far away, which is a terrifying thought. So. I say this every true crime episode, but I swear to God, I see you out in public being sus. (laughs) It's on site, boo-boo. It's on site. And I ain't even gonna be sorry. They got their help that they needed, and they will be good, upstanding citizens when they are released. That is what we hope. That is what we hope. But people are ready if you aren't. (laughs) Just putting that out there. Alrighty, well, I guess that sums it up for today. So, um... Our next episode is going to be my episode, which you guys know me. I do mysteries, cryptid, supernatural. So our next episode is going to be on Dilatov Pass. I don't know if you guys heard of it. It is a wild story, and it gets to the point where we're like, was it the government? Was it the abominable snowman? Was it something supernatural, or was it aliens? I'm very excited for this. I Yes going to be honest I have no idea what that is so I'm very excited especially the way you described it I'm kind of hoping it's the abominable snowman 
I'm kind of hoping it's aliens, but that's just because I want the excuse to use that picture of the guy from Ancient Aliens with the crazy hair. He's like, aliens. <laughs> I think it's so funny. <laughs> Anyways, thank you guys so much for listening. Yeah, just give us listening. a follow on Twitter, Instagram, um, TikTok. Facebook. We have a lot of things. Yeah, I'll <laughs> link it all below in our link tree. And... If you really like this channel, please, please, please like and subscribe. We yes. don't have a big following, but we really appreciate those who do follow. Absolutely, um, and listen. Yeah, absolutely. And then once we do get bigger, um, we will definitely be attending some, you know, podcast conferences and stuff. So maybe you'll see us around. Maybe you won't. But either way, thank you so much. You guys have a good day. Bye. Bye.